Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, here we go. It's another big week in the NFL for the Chicago Bears. This is the Bears Wire Podcast, powered by USA Today Sports. Now your host, Ryan O'Leary, and Bears Wire editor, Alyssa Barbieri. Fields using the legs once more. Look how fast he is. First down. Adam Redmond is at center right now doing the snapping. Here's the boot again. And Redmond is there to block. Throwback. Fields has Jesse James. Backpedals in. Fields with a touchdown. And the Bears take the lead. Well, what do you think, Alyssa? Pretty good. Pretty good debut for the kid. I got to tell you, I think I think uh, Justin Fields fever is spreading throughout, definitely throughout the greater Chicago area, but it's even, it's up here in New Hampshire where I'm at. I'm, I've got the Fields fever too. <laughs> and it's crazy because, you know, as we've been talking about on all of our past podcasts, it was all like quarterback all the time. And it's kind of weird how we ended up here where Justin Fields is officially a bear and, and it's, I know it was this only a preseason game, but I mean, he looked the part of a potential franchise quarterback. It's hard not to get excited trying to kind of temper expectations because it is preseason, but you know, it, it's exciting, especially for a Bears fan, for Bears fans who have not had a franchise quarterback. No, and, and he's looking the part and, and yes, we have to temper expectations a little bit. We will try our best, but it is uh man. It's hard when he's making plays like that with his feet, his arm, getting out of the pocket, doing all the things that I think the bears were hoping Mitch Trubisky would do for them, Alyssa, but he just couldn't quite get it done. Right. I mean, we're, I think we're seeing it all, in that first preseason game. but And we're going to talk a lot about the quarterback situation here in Chicago. But first of all, how you doing, Alyssa? How's your summer? It's great to be back with you. Yeah, it's been great. It's been it's been too long. I'm excited to get back to this because, you know, once we start it up again, you know what that means. It just means football's, you know, close. It's, it's coming. Yeah, it, it is. And, and if you want to know how hungry people are for football, you just go, go on to YouTube and search Bears-Dolphins preseason week one highlights. And there is a little clip of... The bear, you know, the game with all the with all the top plays, it's probably like eight or nine minutes long. And there's like a million views on that thing. You have to you have to watch a commercial every 30 seconds because there's so many views, like a million views for preseason highlights. Uh, but that's where we're at with the Bears and Justin Fields. Right. And this debut was kind of awesome. He, you know, finishes 14 of 20, 142 yards. He had he rushed for a touchdown. He didn't throw. He didn't have an interception or, or a fumble, but he could have, right? I mean that. And I, when we talk about tempering, holding ourselves back a little bit, not going overboard, he got lucky on a few plays. He could have had a turnover there. But his quarterback rating one hundred six point seven. What was the number one thing that stuck out to you, Alyssa, for Fields in his debut? I mean, it just you could see it extending plays outside of the pocket. Uh, not perfect, like I said, but a pretty damn good start for him and. If Matt Nagy wanted to go into this season and, and ease him in and start with Andy Dalton and do that thing, if Fields keeps playing like that, it's going to be hard, isn't it? It is. And I think, you know, the biggest thing that stood out to me was just he looked poised. 
he looked like he belonged out there. Like it wasn't too big of a stage. And he's somebody who during college and high school, he's, he's played in those big time games where it hasn't been too big for him. And he looked the part. I know that some people will, you know, I've seen the comparisons between Trubisky's and Fields's, you know, debut, you know, pretty much and how similar they are, but there was one big difference, the eye test, right? When you're watching Fields out there, not even looking at the stats, but just what he was able to do and how he can open up this offense. Because, I mean, it's looking at Dalton, he was only in there for six plays. It's really hard to get a rhythm. I understand that. But as soon as Fields came in, you know, after he got settled down a little bit after that rough start, you could just kind of see all like the potential of Matt Nagy's offense and how it can open up with someone like him who has the mobility, who can do the, the special, all the special arm angles and he can throw the ball and, you know, how he was faking out defenses, you know, on the run and then, you know, just throwing the ball down. It was, it was just really impressive to see. He has the skill set and I don't, I think that he's ready to be there. And, you know, again, it was just the eye test. He looks like he belongs there. He still needs some work. It's one preseason game. He was playing with the, you know, against the second team and third team defenses, but he was also playing with second and third string players as well. And names like Rodney Adams, you know, and Chris Lacey, you know, John Bea Johnson, those names have kind of come up a lot during training camp and, you know, some of them during this game as well. And that's because of Fields and what he's able to do. You know, he's putting them on the map with the throws. And it's just really impressive. No, it is. I agree 100%. And, it, and Justin Fields, it's almost like he's passed the eye test, as you were talking about, since draft day, right? He's been, he's passed it all the way through. Every time we've seen a clip of uh, Justin Fields, he's shown that confidence. He's looked like the guy. And it just brings us to what I, what I think was one of my favorite tweets of the week. It was on your on your Twitter feed, Alyssa, and it was part of an article that you posted on Bears Wire, and you, and you put out there, you know, Matt Nagy won't put Justin Fields in before he's ready, but what if that's right now, right? Like, what I know the plan is probably to try to ease him in, but what if he's ready right now? Because right now with the eye test, he doesn't really look like one of those players that needs to develop, right? He he looks like a Trevor Lawrence or a Kyler Murray or some a guy that starts right away. And I think the only question that really should be on the minds of the Bears coaching staff in the front office, are you going to win the Super Bowl? Are the Bears a Super Bowl contender, a legit Super Bowl contender with Andy Dalton at quarterback? Hell no, right? They're not, they're not even close to being a Super Bowl contender with Andy Dalton. Are they a Super Bowl contender with Justin Fields at quarterback? No, I still think the answer is no. Now, there's the element of the unknown, which makes it really intriguing. But no, they're still not there. So for me, if, if you're not a legit Super Bowl contender, why are you starting Andy Dalton for a bridge year if Justin Fields is ready? You know, I, that for me, it just, that just doesn't make sense. I think so far the kid's shown that he can play. You hit the lottery getting him. I, you know, as you've been writing, teams are going to be really upset. They passed on Justin Fields. And you can put him in there, develop him, see what happens, make him that much better starting next year as the whole team kind of develops together. I just don't see the point. And having a bridge year with Andy Dalton this year, if Justin Fields is going to be ready to roll and play this well. Yeah, I think it just comes down to Matt Nagy being nervous about messing it up because he kind of knows <laughs> sure. this is his last shot, right? You know, he got his chance, his pick of a quarterback and, you know, he doesn't want to mess him up. But at the same time, you know, I, I understand that he doesn't want to rush him. But when you see Fields out there at practice or during his preseason games, it's going to be really interesting to see how he does the last two it, it, when he's showing what he's showing and he looks ready at what point are you hindering his development by forcing him to stay on the bench when he looks like he's ready because this entire season like you said Ryan this isn't I don't think it's a Super Bowl contending team 
The main focus this season is to develop Justin Fields. He is your future. It's about building for the future and getting him that experience and letting him develop. And the best way to do that is on the field. But I think it just comes back to, you know, Matt Nagy being nervous and not messing him up. But, I mean, when you look at Justin Fields, I mean, he, he has to see it. And, you know, you kind of heard it earlier this week when Matt Nagy said that he's going to try to get Justin Fields some more reps with some of the first-team skill players and the, you know, against the first-team defense. You know, he's like, oh, it's all part of the evaluation process that we're doing. I'm like, come on, come on, that, that's not true. You're getting him those reps because you know he's going to be out there with the starters at some point. I, I, at this point, I still think it's Dalton starting week one, but the pressure is being put on, like being put on Dalton and also on Nagy to make that, that make that call. Because if Fields continues to shine out there with these last two preseason games and Andy Dalton, who's going to get more reps this week, if he continues to struggle there in live action and Fields is making things happen with his legs and his special arm talent, you know, it's going to put a lot of pressure on Nagy because how long can he justify riding with Dalton if Fields is proving he's riding? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, and I think that's a great t- – he, he is nervous. He is. And, and it, like during March Madness, you know, the tournament, what do we, we talk about the bracket getting busted. I think what Justin Fields is doing is he's busting the uh, the, the plan, right? Whatever the, the, uh, the long-range play, the three-year plan for Justin Fields, whatever the Bears drew up, he's busting it right now with the way he's playing. And you're right, there's just – there's absolutely – no reason to start Andy Dalton if Justin Fields is ready to go week one, and I think he's already proving that he is. Now, again, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. I have to, I have to pump the, I have to stop myself. See, I'm already getting too excited. He's going with the number twos. <laughs> he played the Dolphins. Uh, you know, he could have had a couple turnovers. His line on the box score looks perfect, but it wasn't perfect. But it was damn good, and uh, and I'm loving every second of it. And he's already he is getting reps with the number ones, right? I've been seeing it all over Twitter. Like he's throwing passes to Allen Robinson now. Like that thing has started. So. The momentum is only going to keep going, right? And and I guess now we have to look at the other real important piece of this, and that's the offensive line. And that's a big story in camp too right now, right, Alyssa? Because we haven't seen Tevin Jenkins. Uh, we haven't seen Jermaine Effetti, who has a hip, and he hasn't practiced. Uh, the fifth-round pick, Larry Borum, he's got a concussion, right? Uh, we were talking right before we started recording that another offensive lineman went down in practice today. So thin on the offensive line, so thin that the Bears signed uh, you know, a 39-year-old left tackle, Jason Peters, who is a great player when he's right, but who knows how right he is because he's oft injured. And I think right now, Jason Peters, who has not even arrived in Chicago yet, he might be slotted in as your starting left tackle for week one. So the offensive line is a little scary right now, you know, at this point in camp, and maybe that factors into when Justin Fields starts now. I don't want Justin Fields to go out there and get hurt. So maybe that's reason alone to, to you know at least start the first few weeks with Andy Dalton. But it's not a you know it's not a question of if it's a question of when Justin Fields is going to take over. But what do you think about the offensive line right now? How nervous are you about that? Very nervous. You know, early on in camp when because this started pretty early. Like like when Tevin Jenkins you know missed the first couple of practices, it's like okay. But then, like, once that turned into, you know, a week and then a couple weeks, like, it, it's getting very concerning, especially as, you know, all, like, offensive tackles and offensive linemen in general will just kind of drop in like flies at one point. Uh, they're currently down three projected starters. So I understand also the hesitancy to put fields out behind that offensive line. Maybe you Eddie Dalton like a scapegoat, uh, <laughs> yes. you know, or the sacrificial lamb, I should say. Uh-huh. Sacrificial lamb is kind <laughs> of put him out there. perfect role for Dalton. I love it. <laughs> Earn your but, 10 million. Like, you also look, yeah, you also look at the preseason game and, you know, the Bears offensive line did a decent job. 
considering that they had, I think they had uh, Latavius Simmons and Arlington Hambright anchoring the right side of the line, two seventh round picks from last year. You know, but I think a lot of it had to do with fields. That could be another reason why it might be better to roll with him. Not that I want him kind of, you know, constantly, you know, you know, evading the pass rush, but you know, when that when that pocket collapses, he's able to get out there and make plays on the run and kind of just make something out of nothing. But at the same time, he's the future of your franchise. You don't want to get him hurt. So that is definitely a big issue. I think with Tevin, you know, it, it's kind of bringing back flashbacks to Chris Williams and just kind of how Ryan Pace has kind of gone with, you know, some players who are coming off injuries. And, you know, Jalen Johnson last year, you know, he started, but he ended up, you know, hurting his shoulder again. Anthony Miller had some shoulder issues as well. And, you know, he kind of was in and out. You know, with Tevin Jenkins, that back issue, it's hard not to be concerned, especially when you go out and get Jason Peters. I mean, I know you know, he's entering his 18th season. You know, he has health issues as well, but it's not encouraging. Even though Matt Nagy was like, this has nothing to do with, with Tevin Jenkins. Mm-hmm. It's hard to deny that it does, because at this point, even the Bears kind of look like they're panicked a little bit at left tackle because you look at it, you got rid of, you know, Charles Leno, who wasn't the best left tackle, but he was pretty serviceable and a veteran and someone that, you know, was, you know, I would have rather had there than, you know, maybe, you know, obviously riding with Tevin Jenkins, you could have plugged him in at the, on the right side. It, it's just, it's very uneasy right now, especially when you have the future of your franchise that has to, you know, stand behind that line. Uh, so we'll kind of see how it goes. We still have a few weeks here before the start of the season, but you know, the concern is definitely mounting week by week, day by day. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, I've been wrestling. I've been losing sleep all, all summer long being like, why is Andy Dalton on the Bears? Why? Oh, yeah, he's he's to get eaten alive by Aaron Donald in week one. That's why, right? That's that's his job is to get out there, get eaten alive by Aaron Donald. Then Justin Fields comes in when when it's a little safer. Uh, yeah, so that's that's what that is. So we'll we'll be continuing watching Fields and gushing over him throughout the preseason and leading the campaign for him to play. Alyssa, I think we're both on the same page there. No doubt about it. Would like the offensive line to look a little stronger, though. But we'll we'll continue to jump into topics like that throughout the next couple of weeks of the preseason. Week one, not that far away. Getting excited. But also a big part of our show as we get into week one and get into the 2021 regular season. It, you know, if you listened last year, you know, we have little fantasy segments and sports betting segments. So I like to put Alyssa on the spot, throw some stuff at her. We'll do that coming up next. All right, Alyssa, my fantasy football question of the week is uh, one of my favorite sleepers in fantasy drafts this year, and I don't care if it's PPR or standard scoring, and uh, it's a bear. And my sleeper that I'm obsessed with, especially even in Dynasty, those Dynasty League drafts, those are kind of fun. I I did one of those for the first time uh, this summer, and it was really fun going through one of those drafts, and I just missed this player, and I'm still kicking myself over it. Darnell Mooney. I, I just think right now he's going as like the number 50 wide receiver off the board or number like 130 overall. And I think he's going to crush that this year. I think he's like a, he's an he's my ultimate sleeper of the season. I think Mooney is in for a huge year. What do you think about Darnell Mooney? And uh, should people be buying him in fantasy drafts? I definitely think so. He's one of the players that I'm keeping my eye on the most. I think that he's, you know, do a breakout year. Uh, when you look at what he was able to accomplish as a rookie, with Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles, who constantly overthrew him. Yeah, he was always I mean, open. He had, <laughs> always open. Always open. Never was he was always him. open. And he still managed 631 yards. Like, he was very dependable. But when you think of, you know, a lot of those times when he was wide open, streaking down the field, and one of the quarterbacks overthrew him, it just kind of, you were like, are you kidding me? And you felt bad for the kid, right? Kind of like you felt bad for Allen Robinson his entire career. But with Darnell Mooney, I think that he has all the tools to succeed in this league. And I think now getting 
Obviously, the biggest change is going to be getting stability at quarterback. Andy Dalton and Justin Fields are huge upgrades at the quarterback position, especially during uh, training camp. And throughout the offseason program, like Dalton and Fields have been pretty good connecting on the deep ball. And Mooney's been very, very impressive. He's been, to quote Matt Nagy, on fire with his route running. So he's he's not just going to be that deep threat. He's trying to expand his route tree and kind of be all over the field. But he's someone I think that is definitely going to be a sleeper in fantasy. I mean, you're you're kind of like giving out the secret, so yeah, <laughs> no, no, no one's listening who's on my fantasy football. I didn't mean to do that to you, Alyssa. But... I know. I'm just like you know, uh, I'm reaching for him a little bit if I if I have to. Uh, I just think at that at that draft position, that average draft position, he's he's great, and and I, I like him whether it's Dalton or Fields as the quarterback. I just think he's going to have a, a breakout season. So loving me some Darnell Mooney. Get him if you can get him as like your third wide receiver in fantasy this year. I mean, you're doing something right, and you got a lot of upside there. So love Mooney, and now we have to go with our sports betting question of the week, which this is one of my favorite segments of all, Alyssa, because I always put you on the spot, uh, just <laughs> just throw it at you and see what you think. Uh, no time to study, and let's go uh, a futures bet with the Bears this week. We'll go uh, the regular season wins on my on my app that I use. Their regular season wins in a 17 game regular season now, right? Seven and a half. So over under seven and a half wins for the Bears this year. What do you think? I would say just because I have them, I'm going to go the over because I have them going eight and nine at this point mm-hmm. of the year. I'm going to go with the over. But again, that could depend also on the quarterback situation uh, and exactly what happens on offense. I think the defense kind of, you know, listening and, and seeing what's been happening in training camp and, and the preseason, they look like they're ready to go. Uh, behind new defensive coordinator Sean Desai. So I think the defense is going to be just fine. And you looked at, they were able to win eight games with a dominant defense last year. Uh, so if that offense can even just be, you know, just a little bit better than they were last year, and I think quarterbacks can be a big part of that. Sure. I think the offense, they can they can be decent enough. So, I mean, I'll take the over, but I'm still going to stick with my, my eight wins. I like it. I think eight's the magic number, and that's the number we're looking at when we're, we're betting a, a regular season wins futures bet. But I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not betting it, though. I would not bet the over right now because I would feel a lot better if it was an even seven. That half game scares me a little bit. If it's an even seven, mm-hmm. and I'm betting that they finish with eight wins, but if they get seven wins, I get the push, and I get my money back, I'm, I'm, I'm like a little bit happier with that bet. You know what I mean? Just because they do have a tough schedule, right? And Aaron Rodgers is back with Green Bay, so that thing didn't work out. You know, We were hoping all summer uh, long, oh, maybe Rodgers would sorry. go away from Lambeau. He'd end up somewhere else. No, nope, Rodgers is back, so that, that didn't work out. And you've also got a, a really tough, like, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Seattle. Like, you go through the Bears' schedule, it's not all that favorable, is it? I think I saw an article on Bears Wire that it, one sports outlet had the Bears as the toughest schedule in the league, right? So, I don't know. I'm a little nervous to bet the 7.5, but I think 8 games is possible. I, I think that's right around where there'll be 7 or 8, but 7.5 over... It's a tough bet. I, I don't know if I'm touching this one with a 10-foot pole, so I'm going to ride the fence on this one, I think. <laughs> That's the easy way, Ryan. you got to pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under just because of the half okay, game. Okay, there we go. Just because of the half game. All right, so <laughs> so that's where we're at. But uh, all right, so another little piece of information is we both had personal news, Alyssa, and we talked about it right before we started recording, but I'm gonna, we're going to save it. Even, even my personal news. We both have some stuff to announce. We want to tell our listeners, but we're going to do it next week. We're just going to wait a week, and we're going to unveil some very exciting news for both of us next week. Does that sound good to you? 
Yeah, we're such cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got a tease. So now everybody's dying. To like, oh, man, I can't wait. But no, in all seriousness, we'll we'll do that next week. But uh, it's great to be back. Great to be back. We're we're counting down the weeks to uh, the football season, and um, excited to be back for another year with you, Alyssa. Definitely. I mean, football season. It's it's. Oh, there's no better time. No better time. No. Can't wait to hope, hopefully talk. You know. You know, some more Justin Fields eventually when he gets in this year. You know, obviously, I know we're going to be talking about that throughout, but it's just good to be back talking football. I mean, the regular season is going to be here before you know it. It's just, it's just great. It's no. doing great. Yeah. And, and again, I mean, it was one of the best preseason games on the schedule. Bears, Dolphins, you got Tua, you got Fields, you know, all that stuff. But a million views on the highlights on YouTube. Are you kidding me? Like, th- that is crazy. That is crazy. So people are hungry for it. I'm all for it. So, everyone, it's great to be back. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you next week. This USA Today Sports Podcast has been presented by USA Today's Sports Media Group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates, the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini, and the Huddle Podcast, Inside the Weekly Line, with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren, and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week.